welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to take on life, perhaps in a new way. Because we made the connection. So our lives have changed on a dime with COVID-19. Everything that we knew seems to be topsy-turvy. And we're faced with all kinds of challenges. And with those challenges, we need to make a decision. How do we change? What do we need to do? How do we need to act? And can we make sense out of all of this? And we've explored lots of different aspects of COVID-19. We've been exploring anti-racism on our show in the last few weeks, trying to make sense of the world and the way that we know it now. And today, our journey is going to be more of an inward journey. We're going to go inward bound. And we're going to look at challenges and changes over a year with a very wonderful guest. We have Adrienne Jordan. She's a senior consultant for Prouty Project, and she specializes in strategic planning and leadership development. And today she's come to share her story of this last year, her journey of discovery, her journey of challenges, decisions she's made, and gifts that she's received. So I'm honored to have Adrian Jordan join us today. Welcome, Adrian. Good morning, Lori. I'm so happy to be a part of this show. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm honored. Absolutely. So last fall, 2019, life was yes. great. You had the yes. world by the tail. You had it all <laughs> figured out. All's good. Tell me about that life. Tell me about how everything was just all systems go. Oh, Lori, just life was beautiful. I Even uh, last year, this time, I shared with my team, the Pride Project, which is just the most wonderful people on this earth. I think they're all listening. Hello to them. Good morning. <laughs> I shared out with them very boldly that my life at our team meeting, my life was in balance. I feel that I have really come to a point where I can start accelerating my growth into uh, my work and really getting involved more in my community. And I just thought, this is the perfect balance of life I have right now. I was living my best life, Corey. And then and you hit a then, challenge. <laughs> and then I hit a challenge. I was putting on a sports bra um, and found a lump. And I don't have breast cancer in my family. I do not have any indication that I would uh, be needing to worry about breast cancer. So I made an appointment the next week just to make sure it wasn't anything. I just had a physical two months ago and had checked out just fine. And uh, biopsy came back that it was breast cancer. And so the whirlwind began where it was a flurry of opinions and appointments and um, at the end of the day decided to go to Mayo. I felt most comfortable. Now that, in our and I'm going to take you back to a moment when you discovered you had breast cancer. Tell me about that yes. moment. So first of all, there's this fear. And it's like a flash of your life that just says, well, what in the world? And what if I die? And that was my experience is what if I die? I've gone this, there's this instant change from living your best life to you might die because when you're diagnosed with breast cancer, they don't tell you, okay, it's this stage and it's this aggressive and uh, it's spread or it hasn't spread. They just tell you you have breast cancer and then you have weeks of tests to determine what kind it is, how aggressive it is, what stage, has it spread throughout your body? And so there's these constant considerations of what does this really mean to me? And so at that moment, and I, I, I really uh, believe that everything 
will be okay. And so I had to decide at that moment that I truly believed that. I had to decide that. So did you, you got a phone, you got a phone call. I got a phone call. And what was your first instinct in that, after that phone call, after you hung up? Um, shocked. So I was at the Pratty Project offices. We, it was a Monday. They waited, they waited to call me until 4 p.m. I hung up. I was in shock. And I, my, laugh, my life flashed. And I walked out of the door and announced to anybody who was around. We have this open, fun office space. And I started crying. And I said, I have breast cancer. And our, I just remember this, the hugs and that, like, shock. And then I remember getting my purse and walking out the door and just saying, I have to go call people. I have to call some people, like my mom and my family. And But, I, again, Lori, you don't, you, I don't even know, like, how bad it is or how good it right. is. And so you have to just – I had – I decided that at that moment I get to be scared and I get to um, – cry and then I also get to say I believe I will be okay and there are moments there were up and down moments so it's not like I was always walking around like this is I'm okay and everything's okay no there are times I'm like what is going on however at the very foundation of me I had to decide there's a purpose in this I'm gonna be okay and what am I going to what am I here to learn I'm a student of the storm and what am I here to learn about it? And I have to believe there's a moment in all of that that you're also thinking to yourself, can I do this alone? Yes. And you're a very capable woman, professional, a leader, and suddenly you're faced with something that you might not be able to do alone. And here's the deal. I maybe am the most independent of independent people where it's just like I'll handle it. I got it. I'll handle it. And it quickly, quickly became evident. I've never had a serious illness before in my life. Quickly became evident that if I decided to do this alone, I was not going to be okay. <laughs> that, and when I say okay, that means I'm going to thrive through this. I'm going to learn any lessons. I'm going to live. <laughs> I'm going to live. And uh, in doing that, when, when you're faced with such a serious illness, you just sometimes don't even know what to think. And just having the presence of others to ground you and to remind you that things are going to be okay is so helpful. And in that, th- there is a moment of terror with cancer yeah. that um, suddenly all of the illusions that that have been about how you can plan and do things and and you, you follow the map and everything is going to be fine and suddenly the map's like taken away from you and you're facing I don't know what the next step is. Uh, That's exactly right. And, Your calendar is cleared. Yeah. <laughs> All those to-do lists? What happened to the to-do list? It's a whole new kind of to-do list. That It's a whole new – it's a whole, and you're not in control of it. Right. You don't even know what it is. And I remember one of my chemotherapy treatments, oh, the first one actually, is when I really understood the rug had been pulled out from under me that I wasn't in control. I had walked in. I was laughing. I'm joking. My sister is there with me. And it's my first time ever getting chemo. So they're like, okay, you might react. They said some people don't. So let's just see how you go. So, you know, seven, eight minutes in, they're like, usually you would have reacted by now. I'm like, no, I got this. This is, this is, I have got it. And did I tell you that I was superwoman? I'm good. (laughs) And and the exact, I want to say five seconds later, everything fell apart. Uh, My heart started racing. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. My body was rejecting the chemo. And that's, and I, there's nothing I could do about it. It all fell apart. And all I could do was listen to my sister. I remember her say, just breathe, just breathe. There's this, they code, they hit the button. So nine, you know, five nurses came in and they're doing all these things to get my blood pressure and make sure. And I'm like, okay, I'm officially out of control. I, I now understand I am not in control of this and that I need help from others. And that I'm going to believe that I'm going to be okay. However, it's not going to be Adrian doing this on her own. And that that's an opening, isn't it, at that moment? It is. It, it, it is. There's a, a saying um, 
in in China about crafting a pot and when it's broken, most people will throw it away. But what they do is they actually use gold to mend the pot because the brokenness is something to be valued um, and something to be honored. And so often I think when we talk about a broken heart, it's like – it feels like, well, that's the end. Well, maybe that's the beginning. Maybe that's a heart opening. Maybe that's an opening that allows you to connect more deeply to others and have an empathy. Um, there's another story that I've heard about leaders, um, and it, it may be a myth, and I like it if it's a myth, um, in Africa that you have um, a chief actually has their, their ankle broken um, before they become a chief so that they can understand mm. empathy. And that yes. that empathy of understanding the pain and growing through pain actually connects you more deeply to the people you need to lead. That, I I really love that. I had not heard that story. And it reminded me of this, um, it was either a podcast or a book, I don't know what I was reading or watching, where they were talking about vulnerability and how um, it's possible and necessary, actually, to make meaningful connections and relationships with people. What you need is to be able to help others. So, and that I was good at. I can help you. I'm going to run in and I'm going to help and I'm going to do these things. And look at Adrian. She helped you. You're helped. Um, and they said, and there have to be these openings in your life that others can help you because you, that shows vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I, and I remember thinking to myself, it, I, this all happened where I'm living my best life and I see this and I was thinking to myself, well, huh. I don't know if I'm going to need it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to build relationships that way because I don't know if I actually need any help with anything. <laughs> right? Oh, the universe loves to give you gifts. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, how am I going to build relationships? I don't know how to. And so when we think about this empathy and the breaking of the ankle and the breakdown of what I think you said, what we think we're in control of, is that I needed a lot of help and I had to ask for it and receive it. And I think it was harder for me to receive it sometimes than to ask for it. And I remember my neighbor one day, I just, I had gotten, I just started a new cycle of chemo and I was feeling so bad. And Kennedy, my daughter, 15 year old daughter, uh, I share custody, so she was at her dad. So I was all alone in my house and I was sitting down and I thought, ah, I don't have any, Thing to eat, and I don't have the energy to make anything. I promise you, I'm not making this up. 30 seconds later, my neighbor texted me, and she's like, I just left on your on your front stoop. She's like, I don't want to come in. I don't want to get you sick or anything. She's like, but we just had big ZD. She's like, there's um, big ZD, and there's something to drink, and it's warm. I just took uh, it out of the oven, and there's a cookie if you, if you feel like eating that. And she's like, it's on your stoop, so please go grab it because it's warm. And I just, I cried because I was like, wow, I just, even when I didn't ask for it, the help was there. And what um, I, and what and, I, what and I, I had to receive it. And what I hear in that, in, in receiving that is there's a gift of trust that there's yes. something bigger. And, yes. and that is, you know, it, switching from I can do it to I need to trust in something bigger. And that, yes. that trust and that faith um, is deepened and that becomes the gift that of yes. realization of what it, I not only can do this, but I can do this by working with others and trusting others. And there'll be time for me to lead. And then there's a time for me to be supported. That's right. Can I talk a little bit about my Proudy team? You can, um, but I'm going to save it for the, I, I'm oh, going to save it for the next for segment. The next I'm, okay. Because yeah. the Prouty team is – I'm excited and want to hear more about that. But I do need to take a break. So okay. with saying about Prouty, you can find out more about what Adrian does, does by going to the ProutyProject.com. That's P-R-O-U-T-Y Project.com. Go to contact and you can find um, a way to connect with Adrian. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. And we'll be right back. Hi, 
Hi, I'm Alicia Luther Toms, Certified Financial Planner with RBC Wealth Management. I'm part of an all-woman financial advisor team with combined experience of over 40 years. Whether it's leaving something for your loved ones, enjoying your own retirement, or giving to a favorite charity, we'll help you plan, and there's no better time than right now. This is Alicia Luther Toms at 612-770-4460 or alicia.luther.toms at rbc.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE FINRA SIPC. Hazel's Northeast is back and offering some of the most creatively prepared comfort food you'll find. Delicious breakfast options include the slow-cooked brisket hash, chicken fried steak, and the famed drunken banana French toast. Or for lunch and dinner, there's Swedish meatballs, wild rice gumbo, and more. Hazel's Northeast is open Wednesdays through Saturdays, 8 to 8, and Sundays, 9 to 2. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Make your reservation now at hazelsne2go.com. Tune in for Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. Coming up, can streets discriminate? Streets can't discriminate, they're open to everyone. Sure, but they're much easier to access for some people than for others. But we could easily change that if we pushed for it. But the people who might push for it are living on the cushy streets. We're going around in circles, where's the map? Can streets discriminate? Next time on Philosophy Talk. Philosophy Talk, every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950. These days, our home is the center of our world. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. If we're all going to be spending a lot more time at home, doesn't it make sense to make your space the most attractive and most functional space it can be? At Habitation, my experienced, degreed interior design staff can help you select the perfect furnishings for your home and your lifestyle. Furniture is more than one size fits all, and there's more to making a room work than a couple of chairs and a sofa. Whether it's a modular sectional carefully selected to maximize your living room or the perfect bed, dresser, and nightstand combination to create your dream bedroom, Habitation can help you achieve the space you've always wanted. So check us out online at habitationdesign.com or schedule an appointment at our Adina showroom. Habitation Furnishing and Design. Make your home exceptional. During this stay-at-home time, many of us are getting around to what needs doing at home. So how is your vacuum cleaner running? Is it time to get it repaired or maybe even replaced? Great news. A1 Vacuum in Roseville is open for curbside service. We're here from 10 until 2, Monday through Saturday. Give us a call at 651-222-6316 to place your order for curbside supplies, repairs, or replacements. Find more information and updates at a-1vacuum.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And today we're taking an inward-bound journey. We are traveling with Adrienne Jordan, who's with the Prouty Project. She's a senior consultant. She does um, strategic planning and leadership development. And she's had quite a year. And we're talking about that year. In the fall, she last a year ago fall, she was had the world by the tail and suddenly was hit with breast cancer and needed to make some decisions when this challenge came about. And she found a way through her decisions to open up and let people help her uh, and discovered what that meant. It's hard for a superwoman to ask for help, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It is. And that kryptonite, is. that kryptonite just can melt you. Um, it's vulnerability. Yeah. It's saying, I can't do it all, and I need your help to help me. Um, and I, I know we, we took the break, and I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about um, my team's support because I think that was critical. I'm at a very small firm. We have 14 people, small but mighty. And so, as you can imagine, anyone with a serious illness who is now out of the workflow, that workflow goes somewhere. And so, just at the very base level, the um, willingness and uh, the the openness to just doing whatever people needed to do to help me was amazing. And then on top of that, I had uh, my sister set up a, a drive the train for me. So at Mayo, I was at Mayo for all of my chemo. So I had 16 appointments that I needed to make it down to Rochester every week um, for. And uh, I had people sign up to drive me 
spend all day with me at chemo and drive back. So this is a commitment. This isn't dropping off, you know, a book or some thoughts. It's like literally changing your life for a day to help me. And people signed up to do that. And a lot of my team signed up to do that, to drive down with me. And that was a real treasure of being able to spend uninterrupted time with anyone and especially people that you work with. And for them to see and for me to be with them and see me go through a really complicated time in my life, I feel like helped to to, um, deepen our relationships so much. And I have so much gratitude. Every milestone I had uh, was celebrated at the Proudy Project. We had, she's done with chemo party. or You know, it was all of these things. There were pictures and quotes that were sent to me. I have a wall of cards and uh, inspirational quotes that people saw that they would just give me. And there was this constant um, love for my team that I think was so critical. We even wore pink wristbands. Carrie Balzer, uh, our office manager, got us all these pink wristbands that says, they say no one fights alone. And so we'd wear them. All Everybody would wear them all the time. Our clients would ask. And so um, I, I remember there's one morning uh, our CEO, Mike Stumley, had dropped me off from chemo and my driveway was full of snow and my neighbors hadn't yet gotten to it and it was dark it was the deepest part of January and it just had been a full two days of appointments that he'd been with me at Mayo and he's like nobody's shoveling your driveway it just he couldn't believe it and so that next uh it was uh the next day or two days later uh a team of people from our office went to shovel they left work took shovels and went and shoveled my driveway. And so when I think about the Proudy Project, and we talk about culture, and we do that a lot with our clients, we think about it as people like us do things like that. And that's what I think about when, you know, people like like us and like the Proudy Project did stuff like that for me. And that was just an amazing uh, view of what, what a workplace could look like it can really look like a family so I I wanted to make sure that I I was able to share that and and absolutely it's a gift that that you were able to gain through an experience that you had no idea you know going into this mystery of, of where and what would happen and and how people showed up and the time yeah. that you would not have necessarily had to be able to really engage and connect in a deeper way if you had not had that that time where you were struggling and allowing folks to help you through that. I mean, what a gift to have that, that deeper relationship, that deeper experience Absolutely. that, that, Absolutely. that you shared together and you allowed um, the sharing there. There are some people that can get very private during this time and, yeah. and it's very yeah. difficult. And, and that, that decision is, is valid um, as yours, but the richness of your gift in sharing with others that by opening up, it can be a community that supports and, and not right. just an individual. That's right. That's right. So during this time, I, I, I'm coming up to a break, but I'm, I'm going to tease us into our next segment. Yeah. You've gone through this chemo and suddenly now it's winter and you're yeah. going to be looking at doing a leadership retreat. And yeah. there's a lot of questions about, you know, expectations before about how you did it. And now things need to change. And so mm-hmm. with that, with a, I'm going to tease the audience that we will, we will go into winter and spring in our next segment <laughs> to hold on. <laughs> and, and lots of things happened this last spring uh, that yeah. added to your journey that we'll explore as well. So stay with us. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And we're on Connections Radio Show, making the connections on our inward journey. Clockwork is an experienced design and technology agency, which means they help transform businesses around the globe by connecting people, processes, and technology. They bridge the gap between marketing and technology to put people at the heart of digital solutions, transforming how your customers interact with your brand. Clockworks Technology Consulting, Experience Design, and Software Development Expertise makes them a full-service digital partner to help you design your customer experience, build an app, 
or connect all of your digital properties into one seamless system. If you're in need of major tech updates but aren't sure where to start, they'll help you figure that out, too. To learn more about how they've helped other businesses make digital transformation less painful, visit clockwork.com slash radio. Clockwork. Digital done right. When you need legal assistance, let the Minnesota Lawyer and Referral Information Service help you find the right attorney. It's a new and enhanced program of the Hennepin and Ramsey County Bar Associations. They have professional, experienced referral counselors who can connect you to vetted attorneys practicing in employment law, divorce, bankruptcy, DUI, and much more. Take the stress out of finding a lawyer. Call 612-752-6699 or go to mnlawyerreferral.org. The right call for the right lawyer. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. With the recent round of storms that came through the Twin Cities, some of you may have sustained damage to your roofing, siding, or windows. Call Snap Construction, the company we trust, to see if you sustain damage. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, and window company in the metro. Ryan, how are you able to help people that may have had damage from these storms? Well, Chad, with experience, we've helped thousands of Minnesotans with their storm damage claims. If you suspect your home has damage or was denied in the past, give us a call for your free inspection. It can take up to a year for hail and wind damage to reveal itself. The insurance process can be complicated. We make it easy. We use the same costing software that all insurance companies rely on. As always, we stand behind our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. Don't wait. Call us for your free estimate or inspection today. 612-333-SNAP. 612-333-SNAP. Hello, this is Ellie Krug from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 2 to 3 p.m. Many listeners know that I train on human inclusivity and on how to be welcoming to diverse humans. Today, organizations of all sizes find that they need to train team members on equity and dismantling racism. I can do that. Many say that my trainings change how they see the world. And now I'm doing all of my work online so everyone can attend regardless of where you're located. For more information, go to elliekrug.com. Thank you. I look forward to hearing from you. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today we'll have increasing clouds with a high near 80. Tonight's partly cloudy with low around 61. Tomorrow some storms with a high near 84. Monday sunny with a high near 79. And Tuesday sunny with a high near 82. Estate planning doesn't just create a plan for what happens after you die. It helps your loved ones care for you in the event of an accident or as you age. Get started today with Stroman Law in St. Paul. Call 651-571-2515 or visit stromanlaw.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. On our show, we talk about ideas that matter. And today we're doing an inward bound journey. We are going inward with our friend Adrian Jordan, who is a senior consultant for Prouty Project. She specializes in strategic planning and leadership development. And she has had an incredible year. And during our our time together, we start off talking about the fall where diagnosis of breast cancer and how the world changed. And then there was the discovery of how to connect more deeply with friends, family, coworkers. Um, what did that look like? And, and what are the gifts of discovery uh, in connecting more deeply when you need to ask for help? And it's very hard to ask for help when you are a woman that is accomplished and can do it all and has the world by the tail. And suddenly um, there's a need for a connection. Mm-hmm. And Lori, I I want to mention that through it all, I think the gift is this ability to ask and receive and, and the gratitude of these deeper relationships. And also this idea of the baton has been passed and now it's time for me to show up for others. And so there was one morning where uh, the amazing Peter Bailey, we both know Peter and his wife Tanya, um, just stopped by my house and brought things, you know, <laughs> and they just showed up for me. And I just, this idea of all of these small little gifts and blessings along the way where people just showed up for me, I feel such a deep sense of responsibility to show up for others. And, and so, 
Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, no. And I was going to say, and that's kind of interesting in terms of the next challenge you faced was you had this leadership retreat that came up yes. in the winter. Yes. And would you and could you and how should you show up? And yeah. and all your expectations of what you've done in the past in leadership development, my guess was kind of turned on its ear. Yeah, it was. And so to set the stage, um, a colleague of mine, Ann Davidman, and I were hired about the same time to the Party Project two years ago. And we both came in uh, as strategic planning consultants with this passion around women's leadership and women's development. And so very early on, we uh, decided to think about putting together a program and a leadership development program for women and went to Jeff with the idea and Jeff Prouty, our founder, uh, who, by the way, also took me on a trip to Mayo. So (laughs) even the founder took me for a full day down. Um, he, He said, if you build it, I'll launch it. And let's see what can happen. Let's let's try it. So Anna and I spent about a year um, just developing and designing a program where we really wanted to ignite women to purpose. And so it was focused on the whole person. And sometimes you'll see traditional women's leadership programs, maybe um, at Stanford, for example, where it's very um, academic and uh, focused on the workplace. And we felt like as Women who have 20-plus years of experience in uh, lots of uh, different industries and, uh, and different positions, we felt it very important that we focus on the whole person. And our belief is that uh, women who are really connected to purpose, who are deeply, meaningfully connected uh, to others with relationship and relationship, are going to be amazing, inspiring leaders. So we started from the inside out. And developed this really wonderful program. We did some white space analysis and has a background in market research. And so we were able to utilize a lot of her skills around where's the white space, what resonates with women, and then what can we as an organization impact. So there are certain things that resonate with women. However, we are an experiential, immersive organization where we really need to be able to, to get to the heart of things and, and impact at a people level, and so um, our white space analysis really led us to let's focus on self around confidence and mindset and purpose, then let's connect uh, around uh, meaningful relationships, and then let's do some work and inspire leadership. So we developed a 20-woman cohort program. We launched last fall three uh, three-day retreats with the same 20 women around these concepts um, just amazing results. And so that's the stage that has been set. We've launched this program. I've started chemo. And the first retreat was on October, second retreat, February. And so February for me, uh, as a co-leader with Anne and uh, Kristen, Jonathan, Jana Wallace, uh, and Caitlin White were also part of the Priority I Will team, February was the deepest, darkest part of my chemo. So isn't that how life always works? Exactly. <laughs> One, your baby that you, you know, you've built and we've toiled and it's like, this is it. And the retreat uh, for connection to others in February was at the lowest point of the hardest part of my chemo and COVID was rearing up. So we had not gotten to shelter at home. But we had gotten to, oh, we, made it, we might want to start paying attention to COVID. And my immune system is suppressed. So all of these Oh, and by the way, <laughs> I'm probably well, uh, extra vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, I'm extra vulnerable, just figuratively and literally. So um, the decision, the leadership decision is, do I help facilitate this in-person retreat? It was at the Healing Hotel downtown with 20 women. COVID's coming. I'm, my immune system is at its lowest. And I had to decide. And I just want to be clear that uh, from the very beginning, the Pride Project, we had a kind of a, a sit-down, uh, full team, and, and everyone was like, all right, what do you expect? What do we, how can we help you? Do, are you going to be able to do this? They were very protective of me. And I kind of, like, just, I remember at this team meeting, I said, listen, everybody, I will let you know 
if I need help, and I need to trust that you will let me know if you think I'm not meeting expectations. So they let me drive that train around, okay, if you want to do it, do it. If not, have a backup plan. And so we had alternate plans for the February retreat. I decided, yes, if I am careful, uh, if I stay in my room as much as I can, if I take naps, because the one side effect from chemo for me that was the strongest was exhausted. I just had extreme fatigue. I didn't have a lot of nausea. I was just tired. And so facilitating anything takes a lot of energy. Um, and so just people were protective, and I had to make a decision, and I decided I, I believe that I will be okay. So it goes back to this. I believe I'll be okay. I will be careful. I can do this. And they trusted me in that decision. I trusted myself in that decision. I trusted God in that decision. And it worked. And it worked, thankfully. And with the I- help of a really great team to support the areas that I, when I had to take naps or I had to, I had to eat in my room without eating with a group. And what I, what I love about that is that the vision for this from the beginning was about purpose. That you had yeah. you had a belief at the beginning that it's women of purpose when you have that sense of purpose that you can thrive, and and yeah. that idea really is a through line throughout it all. And even facing, you know, this is your baby. This is I what you dreamed about putting together. This is what you know. <laughs> this is it. And suddenly, you may not be what you have assumed. You know, totally on your game. Yeah, and right. wanting to create perhaps the image of what you thought was important to be on your game and what purpose means and what it can look like. And Mm -hmm. suddenly you're not what you think you want to look like, but what you are is so much more powerful. I agree. Oh, I love that, uh, Lori, the way you put that. I'd never thought, I hadn't thought about it that way. Well, and, and, Um, and I think that's part of the gift, isn't it right there? You know, that, Oh my gosh, it does answer the question about do women of purpose have a resiliency to move forward mm-hmm. and what does that look like when it's not a perfect picture? And That's right. I, I, I think a lot, that makes me think about expectations and, and success based on expectations. And so if I had gone in with this rigid idea of what success looks like and I am not successful if it doesn't look exactly like this, then I would have missed the gift and the blessing within the experience. And instead, I think because I had to be vulnerable, I could not, there was no choice. I had, I had to, this, it had to look different than what I maybe would have originally planned it to look like. Because of that, it was much more rich because we were in in effect our the Karate I Will team as well as um, me were actually living the concept out that we were actually teaching to the women around vulnerability and connection and leadership and so it was much more meaningful and much richer and it didn't look anything like I I would have originally thought. <laughs> but it, it answered. You just have to let go. Right. Of, but it did. It, it did answer the deep belief that you had in terms of yes. purpose is important. It just it played out to allow you to have that discovery of what yes. that means in a richer way. Now, I don't think any of us want to have a chronic illness hit us so that we can. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't recommend. If there's another way, if there's another way, do it that other way. But it is a wake-up call. You know, it is a moment where you have to shake, rattle, and roll all the expectations and all the things that kind of create a convenience to, you know, uh, our sensibilities. And I think Mm -hmm. it is important. And and we all have been faced with shaking up our world with COVID-19. But you had a deeper sense in terms of this was just one more of vulnerability um, and, yeah. and, and truly going for what does it mean to have purpose and to connect at a deeper level. Yes. Yes. And I am more, I am more than grateful for the experience and, and thankful of, about 
being able to receive a different experience and bloom within that. And so uh, just really understanding purpose isn't rigid Mm -hmm. and that you can move within it and navigate within it in a beautiful and fluid way that still gets you to purpose. And so I, I really thank you for that insight. I like, I like the way that. And to be underneath it all in, in, in embracing purpose is embracing bravery. Yeah. And, and how, what does bravery look like? And bravery can also be asking for help. Mm-hmm. There, there is a brave being, act. Yes, yes, and being uh, fearful and still doing it. Right, I, you know, every person that walks by, and I'm like germs, germs, germs. You know, like, uh, and, and, however, there's this trust, and there's this belief, and there's a fear, and you do it anyway. In in French. Um, if you look at courage, the, the word cure is heart. So uh-huh. courage really is with heart. Yeah, uh, you, oh, I love that. You may be frightened, but it's with heart that we become brave. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like your whole journey has really been a heart journey when you go yeah. inward, uh, a journey of joy, a journey of discovery, um, a journey yeah. of connection. Uh, it, but I think you need to be willing to take that journey, you need to make that decision, um, and it's through that decision that that eventually the gifts come. You you don't think of cancer as a gift, I'm sure. <laughs> I, do, I think of it as an ugly gift. Yeah, I, I think of it as an ugly gift. But um, and I, 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 we were listening. Uh, we had a speaker coming to our team. His name is Timmy O'Neill, and he was just talking about. He was this very in shape rock climber who just, again, had the world by the tail, and he had a stroke, just out of the blue. No, he had, and he was talking to us, I think, you know, just literally from his, a couple days out from the hospital, and he was talking about how life can just change so quickly, and he said, it, it really struck me and resonated with me, and I kind of took it. He said it wasn't that he felt like, oh, this is so unfair and this is not deserved. I can't believe this happened to me. He was like, it was just unexpected. Right. And so that's, that, it was just unexpected. And so what is our decision? And, and he left us with, we can enjoy ourselves to life or we can worry ourselves to death. And I just really love this. Joy yourself to life. Decide that there is a lesson and that there, I'm going to be a student of this storm. And then move forward. And it might not look like what you thought it was, but usually it's better. And with that, I'm going to need to take a break. But I want the audience to know about how to contact you. You can go to proudyproject.com, and that's P-R-O-U-T-Y, project.com. Go to the contact. Send her a note. She'd love to hear from you. Um, And her journey is one... Uh, that we all can share in as we go inward and exploring how do we face change? What is our challenge? What decisions do we want to make? And are there gifts and what are those gifts? And so we'll be right back after just a few short commercials to continue our inward journey. Clockwork is an experienced design and technology agency, which means they help transform businesses around the globe by connecting people, processes, and technology. They bridge the gap between marketing and technology to put people at the heart of digital solutions, transforming how your customers interact with your brand. Clockworks Technology Consulting, Experience Design, and Software Development Expertise makes them a full-service digital partner to help you design your customer experience, build an app, or connect all of your digital properties into one seamless system. If you're in need of major tech updates but aren't sure where to start, they'll help you figure that out, too. To learn more about how they've helped other businesses make digital transformation less painful, visit clockwork.com slash radio. Clockwork. Digital done right. 
Let Next Chapter Booksellers help you catch up on your summertime reading. Their expert staff can help make book recommendations no matter what your taste. Plus, Next Chapter Booksellers also sells a wide variety of puzzles and games. They have free home delivery within St. Paul for orders over $50 and free mail shipments within the U.S. for orders over $50. Open daily by phone from 10 to 3. Call 651-225-8989 or visit nextchapterbooksellers.com. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, this is Matt McNeil. Today, with the uncertainty going on, we're all looking to find a way to make our dollar go further. That's why I suggest your next vehicle is a Toyota from Rudy Luther Toyota. Not only do I have a newer Toyota, I also have a 2006 Sienna, and it still runs great. 14 years and 170,000 miles later, I love Toyotas, and they're made to last, and they have never let me down. And with maintenance from Rudy Luther, your vehicle will take care of you and save even more money with the Luther Advantage card with your vehicle purchase. Rudy Luther Toyota at 394 and 169 west of Minneapolis. If you have a painting project, you should consider hiring Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. We've been awarded nationally for craftsmanship, are highly professional, responsive, and fairly priced. If you feel overwhelmed by starting a painting project, we make it easy from start to finish. We move furniture, vacuum, sweep, dust, and put your home back the way we found it. There is a difference. Our professionalism sets us apart. Visit N-I-C-K-S-L-A-V-I-K.com. That's NickSlavic.com to learn more. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And we've been on an inward journey, looking at how do we face the challenges of change? What do we do? What's our decisions that we make? How do we envision something for ourselves? And what what do we leave ourselves open to in, in taking in it all and, and finding the gifts? Because there are gifts there. And we've had the chance to go on this journey with Adrienne Jordan. She's a senior consultant for the Prouty Project. She specializes in strategic planning and le- leadership development. And this year, she's been gifted with lots of lessons on leadership, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not all the gifts that you may have signed up for, like, oh, yeah, I want that gift. Uh-oh. I but- joke all the time. I, I have really strong faith, and I, I – uh, joke all the time with friends. I'm like, okay, I've had lots of growing. God, I would appreciate it if we slow down my learning a little <laughs> bit for the next year. But it's, it, uh, but I love you. You've asked you 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 positioned yourself in, and and centered yourself that women of purpose make great leaders. Yes, and you centered yourself that it's important um, to have a significant journey in life. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. been a lot of significance in facing your breast cancer, connecting with your team more deeply, and mm-hmm. making and 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 coming to some deeper real, realizations about what leadership means. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about the values about Prouty. I know you're you're very yeah. proud of those. I am. Our values, and you know, I talk about culture where people like us do things like that, like this. Um, our adventure, generosity, and curiosity. And I think those, um, we absolutely live. Uh, and once COVID is over, I invite listeners to please come to our offices. They're amazing and they're open and they're fun and there's music. And we are like, uh, people describe us as like a fresh breath of air. <laughs> and, and we do things uniquely and differently and with heart. And so I really invite people to come out to our offices and, um, and so those are our values. And so I and and the values again: generosity, oh, uh, generosity, generosity curiosity, and adventure. and adventure. I love it. And I see in my journey and uh, all of those playing out. And if you if you meet any one of us, those you'll see those very clearly. Uh, and it's 
fun to see as you reflect back on a life journey over this last year to see how those really played out too. And so as I think about generosity and just really being generous with myself and with others and the generosity of others to me played out over and over and over again. And this idea of adventure and rising to the challenge and making tough decisions that might be riskier than you think. And so that really playing out. And then curiosity. We didn't get a lot into just this uh, this personal growth that happened um, as well over this year. Um, really plays out asking questions of myself, asking of others, trying to get a deeper understanding of who we are in this world and what we're here to do and how do I do that in a way that honors um, that honors my purpose. And so I just, we feel those, we live those. You'll see those if you need any of us um, in the store or in the office. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, we're truly authentically ourselves around those values. And I want to take one more question with you in terms of looking at your journey this last year, this trajectory of, of growth and understanding. And you started off with a sense of purpose in women and leadership. Tell mm-hmm. me more about what you think now that looks like when it comes to purpose. You know, when when, mm-hmm. when you are connecting with others and, and engaging with them and supporting them to be brave and to take on that purpose, what does that look like now? Yeah. So I – I I believe my purpose in life is really around bringing and receiving positive energy, encouraging others, and then bringing insight. I I always joke like if you need an opinion, ask me because I am happy to share my opinion. And so as I think about this journey and purpose within it and what that means for women leaders is um, I think what we talked about way earlier is around empathy and vulnerability. It's all of these things that if you were to say, well, that's a top CEO, maybe you'd, you'd hear a different answer. Um, but from our insight and perspective, it's about empathy and self-awareness and vulnerability and um, understanding why you're here and that your race is your race and you're not, you're not in competition. We are all connected, moving towards a better, more beautiful world. And so it just has affirmed that belief in me and um, has shown me different ways that people can get there into their purpose. It'll make me a much um, better facilitator and leader of um, of our women's retreats as well and Adrian, because I, of this journey. Andrea, I want to thank you so much for sharing your journey and being vulnerable and Connecting with the AM950 Connections audience uh, and allowing us to to learn more about who you are and what you do. And again, I encourage our audience to consider connecting up with the Prouty Project. Uh, You can connect with them at P-R-O-U-T-Y-Project.com. Go to the Connect uh, section, the Contact section, and tell me you want to talk with Adrian. She's wonderful, and she's there for you as well. And thank you for joining us today and going on this journey together. 